0: Sometimes I've seen that the $5 ad set budgets do work, but it's kind of hit or miss. Facebook doesn't have a whole lot of wiggle room there, right? They have to really, really choose who they're going to show your ad to. So uh, so, so yes, it can work, but generally in the short term and not the long term. Because uh, if you don't get enough conversions, and let's uh, say that the few sales that you do get, let's just say they all came from like Alabama or something off the top of my head, then Facebook is going to start showing all your new $5 ad uh very heavily to Alabama.
1: If you're thinking about diving into the digital marketing industry, you'll most likely want to learn Facebook ads. Now in the past, before all the social media tools existed, people would promote on billboards, flyers, and mails. But that all changed when Facebook got into the game many years ago. On our episode, we are featuring top Facebook advertisers, Tim Berg, Scott Kramer, and Nick Shackelford. All of them have spent over hundreds of millions of dollars with their firm in our episode we're diving into how one can get started in Facebook ads where people can go to learn the latest hacks and some of the latest stuff that's working in 2019 I hope you have your notebook because this episode is filled with a ton of tactical advice that anyone can take advantage of if they're looking to jumpstart their sales or the product that they are selling.
2: We we went through this like discounting phase for a a very, very big brand we had. And now they're going through, they train the customer to know that they are gonna be a brand new drop and there's gonna be a brand new sale every single month. So we weren't able to get like consistent. Alex like Supreme, like just new products every Right, but instead they're going exclusivity with high price, but we're going buying bulk at a discounted rate to okay. the product. Okay. Right. So now we're training that everybody like they're not going to buy anything full price. They're not going to look in and purchase on just a random Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. They're going to wait until the end of the month when the deals are hot. And then all of a sudden, now all our customers, those look like values go way down. Mm-hmm. Everyone's a discount buyer, and our AOV just goes through the through the floor. Mm. Wow. Yeah, I think for, from what you were originally asking, like free
3: tools, things that you can really do, I was a couple leveraging. <laughs> I don't even hang out off topic. Uh, I think they, then going off the idea of like discounting or, or doing stuff like that, like kind of tons of different apps and plugins on Shopify. I don't know if most people here run Shopify stores, but I think there's just a great platform that, I mean, I think it was a couple of years ago, Nick was showing me some stores that just like, they seem super hacky, like you got flames going on, the counter's going off, you got wheelio popping in. Um, but I think stuff like that, it's like some of them are free, some of them are $5, $10 a month. So just like trying some of that, see so yeah, how you can kind of boost your sales. Um, There's some stuff in that sense. And then just other platforms to, to learn, or I mean, not platforms, like um, training tools, like things like Adlyx. Like, are uh, you guys know what, it's like $1 to sign up and just mm-hmm. try it? For 14 days. Right? Yeah, for 14
0: days. It's like, I mean, free. Yeah. $1, yeah. So. Can't get better than that. Yeah. <laughs> one one really cool tool actually that's free that uh, I came across the other day. Uh, one of the moderators in my group, uh, Maxwell Finn, super awesome guy. Uh, he posted a video about this uh, program or app called uh, Biteable, B I T E uh, Able, biteable uh, dot com, and it's uh, like an app where you can make uh, videos. But it's not like all the other apps that make videos. It's not like Animoto or CapCut <laughs> or any of those. Um, this one uh, has like some really really cool. Uh, animations going on and you can just like plug in a review or plug in an image for your product uh, and it whips you out like a really nice-looking video uh, and, uh, and it's what was it called? Uh, biteable. How do you spell it? Bite uh, Biteable. bite-able. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh yeah it's gonna be weird spelling but uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, just biteable.com I guess it's like little little bites you know okay. so it makes like little little short ads like the ads are you know three to ten seconds something like that um, but they're they're really really good-looking ads and stuff that I uh, you know, is is it's a it's a fee stopper ultimately, um, and for that for, for free you can't can go wrong. Cool.
1: Nothing and I think all right, all right. Not
3: giving
2: um, anything
1: away for free. Nothing. No, no, no. You can
2: sign <laughs> up. for Online course.
1: Next <laughs> question is uh, what's what's good ad copy because um, you need a good ad copy to get their attention, right?
2: For sure, for sure. Ad copy for me is I'm am huge on emojis. I know people are talking about like they're going to get rid of emojis. Emojis are flagging bad content, bad user experience. It's a thumb stopper. Like emojis at the beginning, that's acceptable. Uh, that is acceptable. I'm not saying like the copy that you know. I know you would write. Yeah. Like five fire emojis that are like the peach booty emoji. Yeah. Um, that's not <laughs> that's not <laughs> applicable.
0: <Hoodies> on sale. <laughs> <laughs> fire fire booties. <laughs> so what would you write?
2: <laughs> so definitely it would be here's here's a little story. Depends where you're on the funnel, right? Okay. Top of funnel prospecting, pretend a little bit of story. I like to always lead as much as possible with the founder story, because I want them to be uh, bought into a little bit of what's going on, right? So for instance, if you're selling Sack so and Go, like, edge yeah. your ass on my camera, talking about like, this is a community that I really, really care about. Here's the things that you're gonna get, and then all of a sudden it's a little stack of which people like to lead read listicles. Yep. It's like you're gonna get high level content, uh, good food, good uh, good commentary, Okay. and then like where to sign up with a little bit of link in
1: bio. Good thing we're recording this right now, so whatever might be <laughs> in a future ad.
2: But it's, <laughs> it's, it's simple for them to digest at the top of the funnel, and as soon as 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 soon as they're done with that, those bullets that you laid out, those are clear value props that then you need to like flush through, which now would be like maybe a testimonial of this gentleman talking about like, wow, the content's unbelievable. I need a testimonial from him. Or maybe okay. it's like the, the lady's talking about the content was great, I've never heard of it somewhere else, depending which funnel you want to put through.
0: Got it. I find a few work really well. Like like Nick said, uh, telling a story uh, is really really powerful. Um, and it, it's essentially like advertorial style in the ad copy, where at first you're going to highlight their pain point uh, and uh, agitate it a little bit, then kind of mention there's a solution, and then ultimately uh, I lead them to your site as the solution, the specific solution. Uh, and then once you get them a mid funnel or a kind of bottom of funnel, uh, we we call it then I like hitting them with testimonial copies. Where it's essentially just like your ad copy is literally just like a testimonial now i love this hoodie it was so awesome uh thanks like mary from texas uh and then uh you know all hoodies 20 percent off today only you know discount code whatever by that link um so super simple like one call to action at the bottom uh and that's it and that seems uh, like that's my favorite one probably yeah i think that ad copy is always
3: the, the tricky one people always want to like what is it that's working? Like I gotta try a whole bunch of stuff and it's it's tough to like, you make a little variations and you, you see no difference. So it's like, yeah. how do I make a copy that really works? And we get in this, this argument all the time with clients where they're really sensitive about their copy. And so it's where it's like, are you trying to be sensitive to copy because you want it to match the brand? Or are you trying to be sensitive about the copy because you want to match the potential customer? And so finding where it aligns and then putting a copy that works in the different parts of the funnel. So like, yeah. like Tim was saying, like reviews, like five stars, even after that, playing with emojis, we see that working, just kind of how you can be as thumb stopping with the copy, even though it's like, what is this gonna do? Is this gonna distract from here? I think somebody posted something really funny. I saw last night, it was a, just a little box and said, your eye goes here first, then here. Oh, I saw then that here. too. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you, someone posted yeah, in, yeah. in uh, ad buyers, and I was like, yeah. oh my God, I love this. I sent it to all of my designers, like, I think 11 p.m. last night. <laughs> but I was like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing, it's like, if you think about it, your eye goes to the big creative first, and then it's gonna to go to a little bit of text at the bottom, and then it's gonna go, or like the headline, yeah. and then it's gonna go to the text at the top. Mm-hmm. Okay. So just thinking about that, and how you can build it the correct way. Okay.
2: Yeah, I'd argue like, is copy as important? Is copy, I, I wouldn't tell this to a copywriter for sure, <laughs> but is the creative more important than the actual ad copy itself? Because I know me personally, as a consumer, is I'm watching
1: video, and then if I need more context, in my like, right, where am I searching? Okay, no, I think those are very actionable advice. Now, open this up to the audience. We'll take three questions before we get to our next panel. So, who wants to go first? Jason. Um, I asked this question to make a few days ago in our interview. Um, is that,
4: does the $5 per day method actually work? Like, can you keep that? Because everyone on YouTube
2: is you know promoting that. Like, can you give some thoughts into that? I already gave this answer, and I said this is absolute <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> um, I, but I did, but then again, I did post a strategy that I was doing $1 ad sets, and this was, uh, right before and around Q4, and the ideology around it is this. It's like, you're telling Facebook, I have this much budget, right? I have very little dollars to spend. It's gonna do its best to give you its best consumer, or best purchase, which you might get one or two. But then like the optimization period, which I know Tim's gonna talk about as soon as I handle the mic, <laughs> is you need X amount of purchases, or X amount of like whatever action you have in a seven-day window, or even in like a full 28-day window for it to quote-unquote optimize. Again, I don't know, like why it works or sometimes it doesn't work, but if you have you been strapped on cash, my suggestion is higher budget, much higher budget, and then really low bid caps or target, at target cost. Just so you can, now there's times where it won't spend of course, but then you can still go a little bit more of like a width scale versus then a vertical scale. So
0: that's a good question. Uh, sometimes I've seen that the $5 ad set budgets do work, but it's kind of hit or miss. Facebook doesn't have a whole lot of wiggle room there, right, they have to cho- really, really choose who they're gonna show your ad to. So, uh, so so yes, it can work, but generally in the short term and not the long term because uh, if you don't get enough conversions and let's say that the few sales that you do get, let's just say they all came from like Alabama or something um, off the top of my head, uh, then Facebook is going to start showing all your new $5 assets uh, very heavily to Alabama because um, uh, they think that's where your converters are because you didn't give them enough data to say, hey, I have people in New York and I have people in Florida and, and all that. So you're kind of doing yourself a disservice in that way. Uh, and then uh, uh, one thing, I'll give a little method, though, that, uh, that I learned at my last mastermind from one of the guys that came, uh, which is like a new $5 ad set budget method, you know, but it, I, I tried it and it worked pretty good, um, is uh, you basically have, you have your campaign and then you do like 20 or 30 or 50, like a bunch of ad sets, all with just uh, one or two ads in each one. And then you set a lifetime budget on those ad sets for like three or four hours out. So uh, just three or four hours from current, uh, and you only do one or $2 budgets uh, on each ad set. Uh, and then once the budget ends, they spent that one or $2, then you do it again. Another three or four hours up, another one to $2 per, per ad set. And after you've done this uh, for a few days, the ad sets that, is, you know, they were to spend maybe $10 each by now, something like that, uh, then uh, you just pick out any of the ones that got sales and then just keep doing it with them, basically. Uh, and it's like a little, a little cool little hack that I found that works pretty good.
3: Yeah, I think that the tough part with the, the five dollar ad sets is, once you find it working, like how do you yeah. kind of scale that? And so it's like you double up to ten. Yeah, you, do, you double <laughs> up to ten, and then it's like, okay, now I just have a normal ad set yeah. that's like a, the budget I wanted in the first place. So that's where, if t- kind of going off of Facebook, they, they're, I mean, the engineers working there are way smarter than us. They have built an algorithm that actually works and it's fundamental. Like we've seen it work for tons and tons of brands. So it's like trying to hack that to put together, okay, like. Now that this this has some information, this five dollar ad that's winning. Let me just duplicate that a hundred times. It's like, okay, now we're starting from scratch again. It's like, how is that going to learn? How is that going to be different? Um, and it does work for some people, but that's not to say that maybe if they just kind of went with a full audience or like a larger budget in one audience and let the algorithm kind of like build and learn to it. I know Facebook tries telling us you need fifty conversions for it to optimize. Two years ago, it was ten to fifteen. I don't think anything changed. They're just no, it was 50. They were just wrong. They were, Oh, they were wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I think it's also just a sales tax, They just want you to spend more money, so trying to find ways to get that conversion optimization, kind of season the pixel, uh, get enough purchases, and then I'll start start working. Awesome. All
4: right, you can... Yes. What's your um, name? Chase. Uh, Chase, okay. okay. So I was actually going to ask, um, basically, regarding a $5 budget, um, I was thinking about a game, because obviously when you shut off and have is that important in your ads and like your assets um, you know, seeing that continuing engagement on a certain ad? Um, because at the end of the day, you want that engagement because ultimately that you know kind of a sure. waterfall thing. Sure. So if you shut that out, all that engagement's gone, the ad disappears. So I'm curious as to like what methodology you guys use. Like, you obviously see one that has high engagement, you're like, okay, well let's leave this one on, even if it's not necessarily inverting, you know, there's For sure elements of like keep it running before talking.
3: Yeah, we we've seen that sometimes it's it's just the, the change in the dynamics of Facebook and consumer behaviors. Like years or two ago, like engagement was the thing. It's like, oh my God, this ad has so much engagement; people are just gonna buy because they trust that. I think consumers are getting smarter. We've seen ads that have tons of engagement do really well and, and do terrible. We also see ads that have no engagement that are crushing from a click conversion. So we're like, okay, this isn't just like view traffic that's getting us purchases. Um, but I think if if you are in a, a spot where you see like your ads that do get better engagement perform better. Um, I'll pass it over to, to Nick because he actually showed me this two years ago when day one when we started. Is like I knew nothing about using existing posts. We were just running, duplicating, um, and so you can keep that
2: engagement. I learned that from Tim. So I, oh, I, working, we working, all working working with Tim. So I spent about it was the best paid internship I've had in my entire life. <laughs> um, no, it was sharing post ideas, sharing the, the sharing post ideas, sharing the engagement. Now I think there's actually a change where you can choose to transfer engagement, it's like a, literally, but I don't know if it's rolled out to all ad accounts, but it'll be able to roll it across multiple ads. Um, some industries, you don't really necessarily want engagement. Like I know for some verticals, you're like, I don't want these people talking to each other. Like That's a big thing. And if you have a, a team that's able to respond to these, these engagements, then they turn into like your own proactive sales force. That's, yeah, I've seen that happen a lot where like you'll actually get an actively engaged
4: client comes in and swoops in and, uh, and tries to, you know, lower the, the insanity that happens on Facebook.
2: Like, yeah, you know, like, so. I literally, I did a talk and I'm like, stop running PPE or stop running PPE thinking that they're going to come into a conversion. Mm-hmm. Because you're, you're literally telling Facebook, like, hey I want you to get me people that are going to engage with this doesn't necessarily mean they're gonna buy. Yeah. Now, like the reverse of this is like, they come in at a conversion funnel, top funnel. Why can't we run video views or PPE or reach for the second touch point and see if it can be a little bit, a uh, little more cheaper on the second and third touch. I haven't spent enough money to figure this out yet, but I, that's something that's really on my mind right now. All right, I
1: think last that's question. Up. All in the back. What's your name? My
4: name's John. John, um, okay. Yeah, so I've been following you guys for, for about, like, I think a year or so. So I respect your work, respect your value. If it wasn't for you guys, you guys contribute so much to the community, and, um, and yeah, I just want to say thanks to you. you guys and you started with my company.
2: Um, but- so John's company is, can I, can I plug you? I'll plug you. Econvids, they're local. They make uh, mm. they make a bunch of, yeah, that's, I've heard of one. that's yeah, a yeah, cool. Um John actually went to high school together. <laughs> yeah. um, he's a little older than me, and they crank out content that we need at every step of the funnel. Right, so it's very necessary. So, thank you for letting me talk about that.
4: Thanks, Nick. Yeah. Uh, Nick has a cool period. Um, <laughs> 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 I always actually, at NVP, I'll
2: say, Stuff. I do love Asians, though. do? <laughs> 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 um, but,
4: uh, so, <laughs> my question is um, so, one, do you guys have tools to automate? Custom audiences and lookalikes, or is that for manual process? Manual.
2: Manual. Yeah, monthly. You guys do it monthly. B- you, it has to be because say say we just come out of Q four, right. like those are different consumers. Like right? there's no way I can pull that and make make it like an actionable lookalike audience to run evergreen. No, of no. course, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in terms of
4: the custom audiences, like building out every single possible custom audience based off of days or like day part or not day party, but like number of days, like. Do you have a different process for that? and you guys knock that out right off the bat
0: for all your
1: clients, or is that something... I do it
0: like immediately. Yeah. Uh, literally like one through 10% of every single audience I have, page engagers, uh, uh, video viewers. I mean, literally like every audience I can make, I do it right when I set up my ad account. Right. So then I like set up all the ads uh, and then I go set up my audiences while I'm waiting for my ads to be approved because right. uh, sometimes those audiences don't backdate very well. Um, so I don't want to miss anybody coming into the funnel and being able to retarget them. So yeah, I generally just set up literally everything right off the bat. You may not actually end up using all of it, um, but uh, but yeah, yeah. We're
2: we're 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 having to set like reoccurring tasks just because you need to re- refresh this consistently. We use a tool called uh, Glue.io. Um, I know Clavio is now Clavio is allowing you to like the, populate their own audiences back in the Facebook. Glue's right behind them on this as well. Uh, so there, you can pull purchasers of specific single products. Yeah, it's it's, cool. It is pretty manual at this point, but I yeah. someone should create that ad.
4: Yeah, no, 100%, I don't know what I was talking about. I was like, dude, someone's gotta come up with this <laughs> system, and I hate creating little likes, and I hate like great customer audiences. Um, but my other question is, you guys have experience with video retargeting, and basically like,
3: that, that's um, even more manual. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
4: well, the thing is, it's like, okay, how, how granular do you go, right? It's like, okay, someone watches 50% of a 10 minute video. You know, do you include three, six, five days? Do you do three, five, seven, 14, 30, and like really break it down so that you're really pinpointing the message, and then excluding anybody who's already watched, you know, you know, 10% of the video or whatnot. So you're only getting a really targeted funnel of people. You guys have any experience with that?
3: Yeah, I mean, there's tons of ways to do it. It's like, it, I think it all comes back down to like, if I were to segment out every video or finding this and that, and like, working the equation back to, okay, how many people are in this audience? Facebook, again, doesn't make it as easy as they used to, where you can, like, create the whole audience. I'm a custom one. It's like, okay, you've got 20,000 people in this audience. like, okay, well, if 20,000 people in this audience and my CPM is, on average, $10, like, work back, like, what would my, how much would I have to spend to hit all yeah. those people? So you just, like, do that math not in your head on through Excel and I love Google Sheets and just you figure out put all that stuff together and be like, okay, this audience isn't big enough, I'm gonna burn through it quick. Uh, like a lot of times we're just like, you know, let's take all of our past engages from Facebook. So it's like your three hundred and sixty five days people that have engaged with your Facebook page. Right. And we do Instagram, we're like, okay, like this is a 23rd, twenty third twenty thousand audience, this is a sixty thousand we try running, we're like, this should be like warm traffic, not cold and not like super, super like hot. But it's like somewhere in that middle. Right. And uh, and we just thought it didn't do well. You're like, this doesn't make any sense. And we also exclude your purchasers, past people that have been to the It's like Maybe that's too far of a touch point. So then it's like, let's break it down. Let's go 30 days and let's do it 90 days. And kind of just seeing what works. Again, every kind of business, every audience is gonna be a little different of how they interact with it. So just like thinking through that. I, I think the big thing that we kind of get stuck in um, is like, as marketers, we think too much in our own lane of like, okay, I know the product. I know it really well. You need to put yourself in the point of view of the customer and just like totally like try wiping your head. Like you think this ad is gonna be fire. It's like, give it to your friend that knows nothing about it. Like, hey, what do you think of this? And they're like, dude, I have no idea what's going on the product. Things are flying through. Like, I couldn't even read this. Like, I don't even know or where you're selling. Mean, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah. is this, this hoodie? I don't yeah,
2: even yeah. know. $50? Hey, it's, it's yeah. uh, so on, on, on this one still like, Coming from the agency standpoint, we, we try to build efficient processes as much as possible. Now if you're an individual brand running like that one brand, right. they your buyers enough time to build the segments of audiences for a second or third touch point. And at that point, then you should probably sit down and ideate around if they are only watching 50% of this two-minute video, like what is that cr- crucial, crucial things that you need to communicate in the first section of it? Cool. And I mean you as a content creator, like you know you like we you make social ads. So you're jam-packing things in the first five seconds, right? Yeah. So I hear you. Have
0: have you seen those new reports where uh, you can see actually the exact waterfall of where your users drop off in the videos? Yeah. Yeah, it's really, really helpful. super helpful.
1: All right. Unfortunately, to end this panel. All right. All right.
4: Last question.
1: What's your name? Dan. 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 As a new Facebook
4: ad buyer, what objective should you be using to get people to come to your site and get the most bang?
0: purchases.
3: Is, what's your objective, I guess? To sell purchase. product or? Yes, sell
4: product. Are
1: you selling goodies? <laughs> <laughs> we're <can't> sell <laughs>
2: competition No. <laughs> yeah, we, I used to permanently, like, scare it from, like, add a cart or page view at a cart purchases, but at this point, like, you only want buyers. Facebook will give you literally
0: people, the freaks that add to just a cart consistently. Okay. Well, the thing is, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, sir. I was gonna say that the, the best thing is purchases for sure. It used to be like a year or two ago, bidding on Add to Carts worked uh, better, let's say, um, but uh, in, in some cases, um, but, uh, but if you're bidding on purchasers, then everyone bidding on purchasers gets those people first. Then the people bidding on Add to Cart get like what's left over, like not the purchasers. <laughs> those are already paid for, right? Uh, then, uh, uh, then people bidding on view content get, all the Add to Carters and purchasers are gone. So you're not likely to get any Add to Carts really. Um, So really it's just because it's an auction and people are already buying those purchases.